Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, you've downloaded our podcast. If you're a regular, you know what happens on a Friday. This is it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's a Friday and it's time to look back with what we've done this week. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone remembers Jimmy Giggle. I'm Jimmy Giggle. Yeah, I the owl. Come on, some super cool adventures with us. His real name is Jimmy Rees and he is hilarious on TikTok. I'm busy. In a couple of weeks, I'll be opening my border to you. Oh, my God. I never thought I'd see the day. It's about time, Queensland. Shut up, you South Wales. I wasn't talking to you. He called through for a chat this week. Hello. How are you? We are super cool. <laughs> That's perfect. I remember when we spoke last time, mm. you gave it a go as well. And, hey, look, improvement. <laughs> Thank you. In other Thank words, you, do something different, you douche. <laughs> and I was wondering, if you're a kid's entertainer, does that mean you have to be extra careful if you're having a night out on the can? It is on your mind if you're out, you know, doing what normal people do. Mm. And someone would see you in a different light or whatever, but um, but no, it was generally okay. I learnt Jimmy does like to party. It's always giggle party time. There was a time that you were out and about in Brizzy and you were having a few drinks, and I, I like it was so weird for us because we were like, oh my. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the time, Jimmy, but everyone was having fun. Well, I had this bouncer once. You know, he's got his serious face on, big guy, playing the character, really, checking people's IDs, and then got, yeah, go on, get in. And then he came to me and he sort of did the same thing, took my ID and said, oh, it's Jimmy Giggle! Oh, Jimmy! <laughs> <laughs> character, gave me a big hug, and he's like, have a good night, mate, and then back in the character. <laughs> Party people! This weekend is Abby's 40k birthday. Happy birthday, Abby. And every great 40th has a speech. We choose to go to the moon. I have a dream. How dare you? Yes, we can. He's bad. He's a bad, bad... He's a bad, bad guy. Which I learnt... Abby's husband, Scotty, has never been great at in the past. Are you guys aware that Scotty's never done a speech? Because he didn't even do one for <laughs> our wedding and I gave him two years' notice. Did you not do a speech at your wedding, Scott? No, I didn't write one, Maddie. So it all comes from the heart, you see. No, 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 no. He said he left it in the hotel, went back to the hotel, there is no script. He had two years' notice and he didn't write one. It wasn't two years, it was like half a year. <laughs> That's we were engaged too short. for two years, and I said you better we be doing married. a speech. No, we got married. Let's drop the hat. Remember, I proposed to you in uh, New Year's Eve. Yes, and then we got married two years later. Then we got married. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, hundred percent. This is yes. going well. Well, he's a changed man these days and has definitely written something for her big night, which he gave us a little taste of. What I've done here, the pros and cons, I've got um, words that describe my lovely, beautiful girl. Um, take, Don't take these too hard, baby. The pros are good, the cons are not so good. Anyway, let's say admirable, annoying, beautiful, bossy, compassionate, crazy, dynamic, destructively dangerous, enthusiastic, evil. It probably needs a little more work. She is flamboyant, but also a firecracker. Generous, germy. Come on, Scotty. How about we hit her in the feels a little? Uh, I don't even know. Yelling, zealous and zany. I left out the X because that was too hard. So uh, anyway, there you go. There's a few words to describe my beautiful girl. Look, uh, happy birthday. The boys and me are so proud of you, what everything you've done for us. Yeah, I'll just keep it like that, I suppose. All right, beautiful. Happy 40th. Wow. 
Um, that's amazing. Thank you for half of it. Oh. Half of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Try and get some sleep. We were talking about sleepwalking earlier this week and I learnt that people can get up to some pretty weird stuff. I didn't realise that it's a condition. It is a serious condition where people don't just do sleepwalk, they can do other things as well. The term somnambulism refers to sleep. It encompasses conditions such as sleepwalking, sleep talking, sleep eating, sleep texting, sleep sex and very rarely sleep homicide. That's insane. Sleep Some people text. They sleep said text. homicide? Yeah. They said very, like that, they did say quite rare. I always remember as a kid, you remember you'd pretend to be sleepwalking where you'd put your arms out like, like a, a zombie? zombie. Like, <laughs> I'm asleep, I'm sleepwalking. Yeah. I've heard, and I didn't know if it was true, that someone used to cook. Yes, I've heard some baked a cake. We couldn't believe this actually happens. That was until Michelle called through. Do you know someone who sleepwalks? No, 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 sleep intimacy as well. Okay, yes. right. For the, like the first 10 years of like dating and marriage, like he would initiate it. Mm. And then um, halfway through or towards the end, he'd like wake up and he's like, hi. And I'm like, you're asleep, aren't you? <laughs> ah, yep, your ears aren't tricking you. You are hearing this correctly. So then we had to have a rule that if he wants romantic cuddles, he has to be awake. Yeah, that's a fair rule. That's a, that's a fair rule in any household, Michelle. But you don't get romantic cuddles if you're asleep. Well, it's hard to know when he's... In, well, I, get, I imagine well, at the start, he's imagine. initiating it with you, so you thought he was awake. Yeah. I, I, I used to whack him just to make sure he was awake. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm slapping you. Are just you to... awake? Till... Before you go any further, are you awake? <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can get it all again with a podcast. Download the Listener app now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Turning 40. You know, after 40, it's a completely different life. About to turn 40 years old and not dealing with it too well. <laughs> hey, it's here whether I like it or not, okay? And I am, I am, I... Very much embarrassed by the big fuss, but now it's here. I'm very appreciative that you guys have done this. You're okay? welcome. Because I, just, you I wanted like to it. pass being 40 and just be like, oh, there we go. Like, yeah, but- it wasn't a big deal. Ooh. And we've really gone the other way. Like, big time. <laughs> Fun, right? And I, I just thought, I'm not the sort of person that I go, I want to write a letter to my younger self. Mm. Because I sort of, I've done that. You know, I've done that many times and I'm in and, and a happy place. But I thought, why don't I write a letter to my future self? Because this is a new thing. Have you seen people writing letters to their I, future self? I have not seen it. It's a new thing that really kicked off during COVID of people saying, look, I might not be in a good place now or I might be in a great place, but just confirming what's good in my life and then what I want in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the promises I'll make in the future. Right. You guys make an appearance. Oh, God. Okay. We're in your future. That's good to know. Depends oh. how, mate. Yeah. Look, this, is, this might only be in the next year or so. Yeah. I'm not like long term. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. So <clears throat> we know you love us. Yeah. Well, you don't have to hide behind that tough facade there. You're just a big mushy marshmallow in there. Can I just have a couple of minutes to rewrite some of it? <laughs> Take as long right, as you need. And we love you too. <laughs> okay. Dear me. Well, 20 years ago, I was in a pretty dark space mentally and health wise. And I thought my worst nightmare would be to live in the suburbs, drive a four wheel drive, and have a husband and kids. But here I am at the age of 40 doing exactly that and I have never been happier. Having the confidence of knowing what I want, knowing who I am and letting go of so much turmoil and self-hate. I'm writing this letter to remind you of the things that you're most grateful for and the promises you make for the future. 
Ten years ago, I started my dream job on this show. I was welcomed by so many hate messages on Facebook. I read them all. Wasn't the best first day, but I knew more than anything I wanted to be part of a city that I fell in love with. I want to, I want to thank those that have allowed me into their lives. Whether you like me or not, I appreciate the stories you've shared, the messages I get on emails and socials, and even getting stopped out and about. Thank you to the kids that have picked B105 as your station and make your parents listen. You rock. You should know that myself, Stav and Maddie truly believe and are very, very proud that we have the best listeners in the world. I promise that I will never take that for granted. I've never said openly, but hubby and I went through a really rough patch and at our lowest really grew resentment. I fell apart over our first miscarriage. He wasn't there when I went into hospital and he wasn't there when I woke up to pick me up and I blamed him for many years when really he was working away and dying inside in his own way. But I never asked him about his pain. I promised Scotty that I will never do that again. We're in the best of place now in our relationship and I promise to keep that communication and the fun we have. If I had my time again, I would always choose you, Scotty Too Hotty. I promise my three sons I will always be your queen. A queen will never put themselves down and is deserving of their admiration. I promise you will grow up to respect yourselves, respect women, be kind and resilient. Growing up, when my dad lost his job, we had no money and it was really scary. My mum worked every night at a hotel pulling beers, a job that she hated, and my dad did odd jobs just so my brothers and I never missed out. No matter what, I promise my sons that I will always put you first in the same way that my parents did. You three are my world, and I want you to know that I will also promise to try, treat all your future partners like the daughters (laughs) or sons I never had. (laughs) To Maddie and Stav, I promise to not change because I'm so bloody perfect. No, no, okay. Uh, No, Maddie, I promise to continue to be your good cop to your bad cop in situations, even if I forget the role that I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) I will continue to support you, annoy you, and bring out the best in you. To Stav, I promise to never stop nagging you about your health. Yay. (laughs) Because you need to know that I do it because I truly love you, and I just can't imagine a time when you wouldn't be around. As a token of my appreciation to you guys, I promise you from today, I will stop constantly attempting to go vegan, go paleo, say I'm learning Spanish, give up alcohol, give up coffee or any other attempts of fads. This is now me. Rubbish. Accept it. (laughs) Hey, mate, my letter. (laughs) To those awesome younger peeps in my life, generally the people working here, I promise to keep annoying you with life lessons that you have never asked for. Either either it is getting into the housing markets, looking after your skin, giving you books on women's health, or even kicks up the butts when you need it, even if you're not ready to listen, because I have made an effort to forget the pains of the past, but I always remember their lessons, and I want you to learn from my mistakes. To my mum and dad, to be honest, I'm really scared about the next chapter that we have together. I've seen you look after your elderly parents, and I know it's difficult. I'm terrified of losing you both, and I promise that I will do everything I can to give you the dignity and love you deserve and keep you close to us. Mum, I promise if you ever grow hair on your chin, I will tweeze them out if you can't, because I know that's what you're absolutely terrified of as you grow up. My amazing friends, after hearing you tell so many stories about my birthday, I promise you I will keep you close, because I am reminded that we've gone through too much together and I really don't want the truth to come out. (coughs) I promise to spend less time on meaningless activities and more time connecting and celebrating. Abby, you need to get your invention off the ground, Finish the courses you've started and stay focused. Love, Abby. That was beautiful. Well done. There you go. 
it's nice that you're so self-aware. We didn't realise that you were. Oh, no, I am. I just don't <laughs> normally want to change. That makes it worse for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, does it? <laughs> In all honesty, we, we are so proud of you as a human being. At 40, we do know you didn't really want to celebrate it. But there's no way in the world that Stab and I were just going to let a milestone for someone who we love and appreciate so much just go by the wayside. So um, we're sorry we planned this ginormous party, but it is going to happen. And we're so grateful that we could do it for you. Thank you, guys. Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Blurton is this year's Bachelorette. And in a series first, we'll see both men and women compete for her heart. Yeah, it is coming back, The Bachelorette. And if you liked the announcement yesterday, which many people did, you've still got the chance to um, nominate yourself to win her heart. Brooke Blurton, The Bachelorette for the next season. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? We're good and we're so happy with the choice. I think like the rest of Australia has just been overwhelmingly happy that it is you, especially when you were like, nope, not doing reality shows anymore. What a hypocrite. No, no, because, you know. Yes, Brooke, you're a bloody hypocrite. (laughs) No, because you're done. Like, I'll cop it. Uh Who do you not want to enter? Because you know how everyone will go, oh, what are you looking for in a partner? And I guess that's always easy. You're looking for someone decent you have a connection with. But who should not apply? I actually don't really know how to answer that question. I guess obviously the the stereotypical things of like I don't want to date a racist or that's fair enough or someone who's like overly religious. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, then obviously the the main three. I mean, they're pretty. I wouldn't that's say they're stereotypical. Standard, yeah. I think they're pretty good choices. <laughs> there, Brooke. Um, exactly. Yeah. Do you like yeah. cricket? Uh, I actually love cricket. Okay, I know well, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> because I think in relationships, I reckon hobbies are more important than people realise. Because mm. you might mm. say, I don't mind about what people's hobbies are, but if you're getting dragged along to it in a serious <laughs> relationship, you have to be there and it does get annoying. Yeah, absolutely. But if it's the cricket, look, I'm, I'm always about the beers at the cricket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a female friend that loves sport, though, Brooke, and it actually caused her trouble because everyone that she dates is like, no, 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 sport's the boys' thing. I'm going to watch the cricket, you stay home. She's like, but I want to go to the cricket with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brooke, I don't know if uh, many people have brought this up to you, but with um, a lot of people entering the show because they want to actually know you, but there will mm. be a lot of people that are pansexual and they fall in love with just the person on, you know, their personality and that connection as opposed yeah. to their gender. Are they going to separate people in the house? Because you're so busy on dates. That I know. Is that I, a concern? Um, I think they'll live independently. Perfect. I think we're still figuring out logistics. Obviously, it's still really fresh, and that's obviously why we have announced it a little bit early so that we can cast um, specifically for me. How mm. narcissistic of me. I think potentially like in, uh, living independently. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that logistically will happen. Um, obviously, yeah. Yeah, it's male and female, um, but obviously that you know we're pretty gender diverse. Yeah, a, a mansion full of pansexuals—that's a—that's <laughs> a hard thing because people start striking up, could strike up relationships between each other before they you know get a date with you. Yeah, it's a bit spicy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> when you think about it, though, it's very naive of producers to have a, a group of women that weren't dating, um, you know, The Bachelor, and they're like, mm. oh, they're hooking up. Because that happened on previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. And a lot of oh, found love. If it happens, it happens. And obviously, like, I'll be, I'm a pretty reasonable person in terms of it. if it happens and I, you know, they come and say, oh, look, we want to 
see this out in the outside world, then mm. absolutely, why not? Why would I stop them? Yeah. Obviously, I'm there for my own reasons of finding love for myself. Is jealousy hard when you meet new people? Um, and I don't know whether it probably would be the same for guys and girls. So if you tell them that you're pansexual, do they mm-hmm. automatically feel that there's a, like more options for you? So dating you, they're like, oh, you could be keen on anyone at any time? Um, I think... It always comes down to trust in relationships, I think. Mm. Um, I think previously I've only ever dated male and female. So the male's always known and oh, well, equally they've known, right, that mm. I've been attracted to the opposite sex. Um, but they, you know, there's no really massive insecurity. I think there is jealousy, but I think, you know, it comes from a lighthearted sense that I probably spot the woman before the man does yeah. or vice versa. So, I, I would uh, say the, the biggest hurdle you've got is, um, do, you, do you still live in Western Australia or are you just from there? I'm just, I'm from WA, but I'm living in Melbourne. That's great, because that, that's a, that's probably the biggest one, I reckon. Oh, yeah, no one wants to move no countries. To move... <laughs> it's a tough one there, Brooke. Um... <laughs> When does the filming actually start? Uh, well, I haven't been given a date yet, so... <laughs> All right. If you apply online, it says that casting, it, filming starts in uh, July, August. Right, so it's, it's a bit like jury duty. They just give you a, a, a rough date. A rough date. <laughs> and you've just got to make sure that you're available for the full weeks. Mm-hmm, I exactly. love it. Yeah, well, they're saying auditions happen really soon and applications shut on Sunday night. Right. I sound like I applied, Brooke, but I just was looking at the application. Yeah, I was going to so, say, yeah. have you <laughs> a lot of detail there, right? Would you like her to apply, Brooke, I think is the main question. Um, well, <laughs> what do you I'm think of like an full float at the moment, so... Yeah, an older lady with three kids. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I know, Brooke. No, uh, you'd be... you single, go for it. Yeah, the old cougar. Go for a cougar. Yeah, Absolutely. Why not? I don't even know if I made the cut. I think the application's not open to 40-year-old no, either. No, the cut-off, I think. Is it? Mm. Not that I looked yeah. either, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a problem with um, Clementine Ford. She mentioned this in the in the in on Instagram, being like, oh, damn, the cut-off. I'll make an exception. Well, Brooke, kids are the greatest thing you'll ever do and the worst thing you'll ever do, so just think about that <laughs> when you're going to head down that, um, that path. Lovely to talk to you. Everyone is very excited. You sound like a wonderful woman, and we cannot wait to see you on The Bachelorette. Oh, thanks, guys. It was lovely chatting. I'll speak to you soon. Thank Good you, hon. Enjoy it. Uh, there she is, Brooke. The brand-new Bachelorette it returns to the screens end of the year only on Channel 10. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. Monday, we are back on $10,000 up for grabs. Uh, some answers to make it easy to win. Marmite. Remember Marmite? Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. And Moana. You're welcome. Marmite. Ugh. It's disgusting. It still exists, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Search your mind and find your secret. Life's greatest secret. I have a delicious secret. Do we have it here in Brisbane? Does it actually happen that someone has been living a double life? Because mm. you read about these and you go, it's very time consuming. But 131060 
if you know of someone, or maybe maybe it was you, but if you maybe you were dating someone, because there is a lady that's written of her concern on Mum's Net, my favourite, I love it. <laughs> she's written of her concern about a friend. She said, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that my friend, she's been living with a boyfriend for three years, but I'm pretty sure he's living a double life. Mm. She said when they got up, uh, when they got together, he was very uh, open and said, look, I'm separating from my wife. Oh, I, bet three she years was, on. I bet she was crazy as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always, yeah. Nice, isn't it? always a yeah. crazy mm-hmm. one. But three years on, still haven't really got divorced, but goes back to the house on the weekends to see the kids. And she was like, her friend's very okay with it, but she's like, no, I'm starting to sus- suspect it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, everyone has posted, well, that's not a double life. He's actually telling you where he's going. That's true. And people have upped it and said, you should see that my, um, my uncle was living a completely different life had two families, and they didn't meet each other until the the kids were around the age of 10. They're all around about the same age. And one of them came knocking on the door and said, hey, do you realise that I'm also his other partner? How could you have two complete families? As a woman, though, mm. does that obviously disappoints you a lot, but also somewhat impress you that a man has the ability <laughs> to juggle that much? Because I am flat chat with my one family yeah, and I don't I don't know that I could do Scotty that. Scotty always says that. Because mm. I can't handle one woman. Why yeah. would I want to try for two? Yeah. It's also a weird it's gotta be some sort of um psychological thing to have to want that as well because it doesn't just happen. I, I, don't, that, I just can't see what the yeah. thinking would be between I want to have two families. They did you know? a chat with one person and they described it as I equally loved both of them and I was too selfish to give them up. Right. And could, yeah, and could right. maintain it. And I thought that's very interesting. And then the lie just gets too much. Uh-huh. And then you've got two a, families. How would you ever get a good night's sleep? Like, wouldn't you just be constantly, this is all going to come I crashing down eventually? I just think for that many years you would stuff up. You'd have to. And the someone's cost. the wrong name. I don't know if it would be easier back in the yeah. day. Yeah, the cost would. But like, I don't know if it would be easier back in the day when you didn't have all the check-in devices. Oh, much easier. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If you hadn't seen that, they'd checked in on... Oh, yeah, COVID's yeah. ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even technology. Like, we only had a home phone. If yeah. you were out, you could be anywhere. It it seems a lot of the people on this have been when they're wor- working away. So if someone has a job where they work away... Oh, like FIFO and stuff. Yeah, mm. or they say that they're working away and they're actually not. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they've yeah. set it up where, like, oh, okay, I need to work away for three days, and you think they're going into state when really they're just going around, around the corner. next neighbour. Mm. Yeah, you, could, you couldn't have, I wouldn't have thought, like, in, in Brisbane, you know, we're mm. a big city, but we always call it a big country town. I don't know whether you, here you would be able to juggle two families in this city, it's like very one on the rare. north, one on the south, and yeah. still get away with no, that. It's very rare I go out in town or in Brisbane don't bump into someone I know. Yeah, yeah but if yeah. you bump into... You don't go out with your wife, though. That's the thing. No, you but can I still would bump be into someone you know, but it's just you don't take them out. No, they stay. They have to stay home. Well, you just you you go to every, like each other's house. Mm. Yeah. If you're doing this, you don't go around. And go, hey, let's have dinner in the city. Mm. Yeah, you definitely have to have one north, one south. Okay. You, you couldn't do both on the north or both on the south. Why did switch one, Logan? Yeah. Like, really space them out. Another person here's for the finance for you because I know you're concerned. Another person said. That their uh, that 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 uncle used to always say that he's saving thirty percent of his wage for them oh. and would put it away when really there was no savings. It was going to the other family. Thirteen ten sixty. The phones are open. If you know someone who's lived a double life, um, I would love to hear if a woman's done it. Mm. I'd like to get a superhero, but we're all different. Yeah.
<laughs> like it's obviously a, a woman couldn't have children to two different people because she bears the child, so that would be <laughs> yeah. a hard one to cover up. <laughs> but whether there's another <laughs> partner on the go or something, who knows? Liz in Tingalpa, do you know anyone that lived a double life? Yeah, good morning. Um, my uncle, um, exactly what you said. My uncle um, had two aunties that I knew, but lo and behold, he also had two kids to another lady. So they're Sydney. So it was he lived in Sydney with my auntie, but then he had a second family down in Newcastle wow. um, with another woman. <laughs> wow! So I, I know. Yeah. How did he get there? Like, was there a reason? Like, did he have to work away? So, well, yeah, so it's funny, like, I was thinking about it, like, his first, like, my auntie that I know, mm. she's super codependent and really, like, clingy and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and he worked away, and his second wife was super independent, didn't want to settle down, and she literally had kids to him. I think she might have even known, because he was just going backwards and forth between, like, homes, and both of them were just thinking he was working away. Right. Um, and it was about 15, 20 years this went on until one of my cousins ran into him at the beach with his second family and went, what are you doing? Wow. And, uh, yeah. 20 years. That man must have yeah. been exhausted. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like that. Wow. What, and, and what happened when both the aunties found, your aunties found out? Well, I don't think they've ever really met, and it almost kind of, everyone kind of kept living as if no one happen. really knew it was going on. Wow. Like, it was pretty weird. Like, that's, like my auntie now, um, yeah, they're, they're still just sort of living together, and he still goes and sees his other, like, it's just, it's just an undiscussed situation. Wow. Wow. Okay. People are just happy with the circumstances. Mm. Well, I guess if you're sus enough and then you think, well, this is better than going through all the pain of the breakup. Yeah, it's been 20 years and it's been working that I lo- long. I love how the other auntie was like, oh, I don't really want him here. That sort of suits me. She probably enjoys the break. Yeah. <laughs> Bo and Carindale, double lives. Have you got one? Morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hey. Um, so, yeah, my stepfather... Um, basically lived a double life for 18 to 20 years until exposed by my stepmother, uh, mother-in-law, sorry, mm. got Facebook and started receiving numerous messages from women asking her if she was his wife. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so hang on. So you mean your father-in-law lived a double life? Yes, my father-in-law. And, right. and so she started up a Facebook and all of a sudden these messages, and were they complete other, like, families at all? So they were they were families. So over eighteen years, I think we worked out he had about six or seven other women and families on the go. Wow! Uh, and my wife obviously had doubts about you know missing birthdays and Christmases and stuff like that because mm. he was with other families. But yeah, it was pretty pretty intense. How? So, she, has she, so, so sorry, has she met um, Any s- like sisters and si- yeah. like uh, sorry siblings that she didn't know? Um, so actually a close friend of ours that he was a business partner with, we led to believe that um, their son was actually his son oh. and he served in the army. He was always the odd duck, the, the ugly duckling one would say. Mm, yeah, right. Black sheep. So, so do you, how many families do you think he had going at the one time? Was it like all uh, six at it, once or? No, 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 no. It would have just been like two at one time. Mm. So like. Um, my wife and her mum. Yep. And then, you know, a girlfriend or family on the side with kids, mm. whether they were, um, you know, kids of some, another man 
Yeah, wow, that's, that's a yeah. lot. That's, that's, that made me exhausted. And aren't truck drivers always tired because they do yeah. such long hours? I, I assume so, but I guess he was taking, you know, trips away that he wasn't actually taking trips yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess what you yeah. mean. I wasn't thinking that, boy. I was like, once you get to the destination, don't you just want to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the truck drives, they keep Australia moving. They certainly do. So look at him getting around. Good on you, Bo. Thanks for calling. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What are you, what are you laughing at? <sighs> Our boss, Jack, out there. Did no. anyone put him in charge of surprises? Oh, right. He's, honestly, he's what they call a content director, right? Now, what their job is to make sure is that all the content so goes to air as smooth as possible. Mm. And he's just brought out the cake a little bit too early. That's all right. That's, that's, that's okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the cake. It's all because... Not for you. <laughs> We are celebrating Abby's 40k birthday tomorrow, Treasury Brisbane. Um, Today's sort of the warm-up to the party. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're all dressed in double denim. If you check out the picture uh, on Instagram and check out the live feed uh, right now, all week we've been hearing um, lovely little uh, speeches from your husband, your dad. You had something to say today as well. Lovely. Which was very, very nice. Get that on the podcast, which always happens at uh, 40. It's everyone does speeches. Yeah. And I haven't been to one. <laughs> oh, yeah. All my friends turned 40 during COVID. Oh, so. yeah. Um, and, of course, what they always do at the end, and this always makes me nervous when they do this at parties or at weddings. Mm. Okay, what are you doing then? Where they'll open up the phone, uh, the stage. Oh, never do that. You know, you know when someone says... With open mic. Open mic. Yeah. Anyone else want to say anything? You never do it. And I, whenever someone says it, I always go, yep. What? Mm-hmm. Then, one then why dr- are we doing it? One drunk person. Yeah. I've always hated her. Yeah, right. Now's the time to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you about this bloke, all right? Uh, we have some of those messages okay. here. Okay. From your girlfriends. Okay. I believe these are all the girls that you grew up with. I don't know. I don't know who you've spoken to. They're all oh. the ones that you, that you miss their birthdays when they turn 40. Okay. All right. These are the um, the messages of uh, sorry we can't make it, mm. okay. essentially. All right. Let's have a listen. Hey, Abby. It's Tamara. Um, I just wanted to wish you an amazing birthday party tomorrow night. I absolutely wish I could be there with you to celebrate. I know you're going to have an amazing time. Um, 40 years old, it is such a milestone and we're supposed to be doing something together but COVID hit obviously so we'll do it again later um, but yeah, have an amazing time I love you so much, you've been um, my dearest friend for most of my life now and um, yeah I just hope you have a fantastic time Hey it's Belinda, happy birthday Abby, very sorry I can't be there to help you celebrate, it just feels like your 21st was yesterday, but you have a lovely night, love you lots and talk to you soon Hey Abs, it's Dee. Sorry I can't be there. I'm really happy for you turning 40. It's a big deal and we're so excited for you, but we wish you we could be there and celebrate. I hope you have an awesome party. And yeah, we'll be thinking of you. Just don't do anything crazy like crashing random strangers and um, <laughs> yeah, get home on time. Hey Abby, it's Sarah. Happy 40th birthday. Uh, I'm very sorry that we couldn't be celebrating uh, with you on this big occasion, even though desperately wanted us to go on a cruise ship with you. We hope you have a fantastic night and you certainly party like it's 1998 in Adelaide. Hold it a second. 
we couldn't miss this very important moment. Turn around, Coleman. <laughs> Are you for real? Oh my god! <laughs> Are you surprised? Yeah, we thought you'd cry. She's crying. Uh, do you know how hard you are to surprise? <laughs> oh my god, this is the best! Uh, we have. Did you know? Did you know? Abby's uh, besties have all rolled into the studio right now. There's a baby who's come along as well. That baby cannot come to the treasury tonight. No, that's true. But it is beautiful. That's all right. Honey, Abby does that all the time too. Happy birthday. Love you. I see you all the time. That's all right. I just wanted to come. What? Oh, what see, are you I, tell, you? I tell stories about you guys all the time. Do, do you want me to give you the description of everyone? Yes, you're going to tell us who's okay, who. Okay, so this is this is Lindsay who lives here. Yes. That's Sean's wife as well who's yep. interested in the Veronica's tomorrow. Right. Um, this is Dr. Emma mm-hmm. or Dr. Tippett. Yes. Um, this is Sarah, the lawyer that I always need. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who goes and, to work in her active wear. And this is Samara who I've known from ballet since I was about four. Yes, and this is Deanna, who I'm actually going away with next month. Oh, to the health well. retreat with the, the alcohol. health retreat with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't say that. That's right. Um, <laughs> and this is Belinda, who I went to her wedding, who I've known since I was three. Well, this is excellent. We... Oh, my God. <laughs> so ex- Are they staying here tomorrow? They're no, staying they have here. to go home right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've actually booked a room out for all of you girls at the Treasury for after the party, so you are absolutely on the loose on Saturday night. Can I tell you too? I didn't realize. I honestly had no idea. Mm. It's very hard to orchestrate with Adelaide people because they're thirty minutes behind. It's a, it's a tricky one. Isn't so it? when you're trying to text and things like that, you're looking at <laughs> clocks and you're like, "What? Where are they? What's mm. going on?" Um, we did say though. So all you girls are going to stay at the Treasury. You included. Oh wow! Yeah, you're there too. So Scotty does. Scotty's not staying, is he? Oh, well, who knows? you can make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's nothing to do with us, mate. <laughs> it okay. is Adelaide. Uh, what is everyone doing today? I'm the only one wearing my double denim, and we're going out. Are we going out for lunch? Oh, cool. That's also too. The hardest thing about trying to surprise you as well is you plan everything. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you've realised for about a month we've been coming up with ridiculous reasons why you couldn't go to the AFL game tonight. <laughs> oh yes, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And That's like, why I got asked, do you want tickets? And then the line said, no, you can't. Yeah, we no. rang them and we said, can you take them back? Well, right, okay. <laughs> so Cancel the sense. tickets. I, that's why I thought it was sold out. The, the, yeah, the lunch you were meant to go to today was all fake. Okay. So, um, But we, we have uh, all your girlfriends in, so we thought, let's find out something we wouldn't know about you. This is their chance to do their their embarrassing story. Well, I have to be honest with you. I don't know. Like, all the girls here look decent, right? Yeah. Mm. And you know how I said if you knew my friends, you'd know that I'm probably not the, the wildest of them? Mm. Um, so I don't know if they can really tell any stories. They have said there's a lot they can't. Yeah. yeah. Emma, Emma is particularly. She's the craziest. None of them she can tell. <laughs> all right. So what story are we going to hear? Well, so this is Samara. My right? name's Samara, yeah. And um, I, I just remember... One of the very first sort of um, like TV things that Abby did, it was this ra- this TV show called The Mole. It was mm. like one of the very first um, reality shows, that's right. And like you had to like go on this show and you went all over. Where did you go? You went everywhere, all over Australia. <laughs> no, just in Tasmania. Oh, you're just in Tasmania. <laughs> right, just I can't quite remember that detail, oh. but it doesn't really matter. And like... 
someone was the mole. And how many people were on the show initially? Like 20? Something or 10? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it was the 20-year anniversary of that? 20-year mm, anniversary of the mole. So like 20 years You are years turning ago, 40, babe. That's right. Remind that's what I mean. It was like, old with me. It was yeah. one of her first like big things. And um, so Abby was on this TV show called The Mole. And um, you had to work out who was the mole. Yeah, they, they, And yeah. the person who worked out who was the mole was going to win $100,000. So this was massive. Mm. And like you... You just missed out by one. Yeah, like, I was the loser. I you the were the loser. Up. You yeah. were the runner up. Yeah. And it was so devastating because I was like, my best friend's on the mole. And like, she didn't win. It was I went out with a group of them, actually. And they were watching the show and they thought that I won. And I don't yeah. know who was there and that. I know. And you guys got up and left because you thought I was the winner and you said that I should pay for the bill. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kept saying to you, no, I promised that I had one. You're like, now you're such a liar. You would do this and you were convinced that I had won. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Would you all have expected money if she had won 100000 Totally. I was up for 10k. I <laughs> I, I would have wanted money too. I'm just, just here to get some money. Anyway, so where I was going with this embarrassing story was for months on end after that, I remember being in the city going out with you and stuff and people would yell out from across the road, mole, mole, mole at, at us and yeah. it was actually you. And like, so everyone called you the mole, like mole for six yeah. months after that. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, it's a pretty bad name for a TV show, yeah. isn't it? But it was supposed to be was like it ex-boyfriends yelling that or was it just general <laughs> just public? Everyone, like, everyone in Adelaide knew who she was but she was the loser but they still yeah. called you the mole. Thank so you. That was kind of I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so out of all the girls here, who's the loosest? Oh, gee, that is a tough is Abby, call. Is Abby the... I think Abby. Abby yeah. Totally Abby. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely Abby. All right. I've actually got more stories. Do you want any more? Well, no, they... we, we, could, we could do a podcast, I reckon. I think a yeah. podcast yeah. Yeah. would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I said, we said, what's a story? And they all looked at each other like, nah. no, we can't no, do can't that. Do that we were, we we were that. a little bit... Um, yeah, we used to go out for a bit. Days and I the look planet. At this... The planet was... Impre- well, like... I don't know how Emma's going to go. Emma's got two daughters, and I feel for her, because we used to get from one place to another, in Adelaide, like hitchhiking, <laughs> like on a night out, we used to hitchhike, and it would be at midnight. I oh, sorry, that like, her mum's listening, but at midnight we would hitchhike from one place, and it would be like a three quarters an hour, and that would just be like a normal thing because we weren't we weren't going to pay for a taxi. No way. Oh, no wonder your father is know, the way right? he is. Yeah. That yeah. poor man. Yeah. It was all Emma's influence. Uh, now. Sure. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Throughout history. Mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? Every Friday, the city of Brisbane stops. They look to the B105 tower atop of Caxton Street and they wait for their next chosen leader to emerge. You can you can feel the eyes on you. Oh, you know? It's so strange. Yeah. Birds gonna... stop chirping. Flags stop waving. Trees stop growing. Well, that guy hasn't moved all day. Bob! Bob! 
It's a statue, mate. That was a real owl. One time, Stab said, look at that owl. It was a statue of an owl. He couldn't believe it was there at midday. It's like, that's because it's a statue, mate. It hasn't, hasn't moved. Yeah. Wow. Our oh. lucky, lucky person this morning is Josh from Karana Downs. Woke up hey, feeling lucky. Going? Hey, Josh. Oh, I'm feeling very lucky today, to be honest. I was, well, don't get me wrong, I'm usually very punctual for work. I like to be there a couple minutes early, but I was running late this morning. Mm. And then going down to Centenary, there's a van bloody billowing out smoke and everything like that so the traffic was backed up and uh, it actually worked in my favour so got See, to work late but you know had the excuse had the excuse, so. had yeah. the excuse yeah, exactly that. that sounds fate yeah. like fate mate that's your that's mm. going to be your origin story if it wasn't for the centenary highway you wouldn't have been the person who was chosen for greatness that's true exactly it'll go right in my autobiography I can tell you that hey the number between yeah. 1 and 1 million. Number between 1 and 10, pretty easy to guess, but 1 and 1 million is a whole different story. There was only one person who knew it, and that was Siobhan, our executive producer. She's been very sick, so she's passed this on to uh, Natalie. And Natalie, you right. now hold great power there. I know, I'm slightly concerned for my safety. <laughs> yeah, well, you are going to be the only person, because we're going to do some sort of like cleansing with Siobhon as well like so that the she can men know black style. Men yes black. Yeah. she can no longer remember the number yeah, so like now it. is just you she's pregnant she won't remember it anyway good point alright <laughs> Josh from Karana Downs destined for greatness let's find out what is the number that has been generated by a computer between one and one million mate magic number is 297,545 I like it any rhyme or reason no, mate, it is just the number. That's the reason. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. I've got a good feeling, Josh. Don't overthink it. All right. Let's find out, buddy. 297,545 is that the number between one and one million? I am so honoured to be given the knowledge of this number, <laughs> but that is incorrect. Oh. Oh. Not today, Josh. Not today. Sorry, buddy. Nah, it's alright, it happens. Take it on the chin. Good on you, mate. Thank (laughs) you. It's never happened before because you've never guessed one between one million, but yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Same time tomorrow, one guess once a week. Will we finally get there? The number between one and one million. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby, and Matt on B105.